So the, the hardest part about doing this is we never have enough. To date, we've we've only handed out about 11,000. Our goal is to give out 300,000 over the next thousand days, and we need people to help us do that. Go to our website, either victormarch.com or reachchildren.com, and they can see the fruit of what we're doing, pray for us, and be part of this. It's a great way to change history and really create a shift in a generation. Because if we don't reach these kids, Americans, listen to me. I just got back from the Pentagon. You know, I, I, I deal with intelligence communities to find out what we're doing in effects because they love what we're doing. This will be the next wave of extremism if we don't reach this generation of children over there. This is Charisma Connection on the Charisma Podcast Network. I'm Taylor Berglund, recording from the floor at NRB, and today I'm honored to welcome Victor Marks, speaker, missionary, and founder of All Things Possible Ministries. Victor, how are you doing today? Doing great, Taylor. Thanks for having us on. Oh, definitely. It's exciting to be here, like being on the floor, doing the live interview here. Yeah, it's, this it's is great. my first time for NRB, so uh, this is pretty big stuff here. Yeah, no, it's, it's exciting. We've just got a day booked of interviews here, and you guys at home are getting to hear all this now, so it's exciting. Uh, so one thing that fascinated about you right right from the jump when I heard that I was going to be interviewing you is you have the label high-risk missionary. Now, right. I've, I've been on missions trips, but I've never been labeled a high-risk missionary. What, is, what does that entail exactly? Well, you know, we started doing work in Iraq, Syria, you know, the, that Middle Eastern region. Yeah. By helping reach children and women who have been held captive by ISIS. Oh, wow. Because of the proximity of high-threat, you know, areas, uh, we found ourselves in positions that typically only— that military would go in, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it was actually the special operations community and intelligence community that labeled us that because, <laughs> you know, I'd be out somewhere with a team and they're like, who are y'all and why are you out here? And I go, oh, we're just missionaries, you know, trying to help. And uh, and it really just, it was actually a good testimony to them after they got over going, okay, so y'all aren't just crazy. No, we're actually here to help women and children in serving a, a space that needed it. So, yeah, we, we've been doing this work, and we're humbled that God has given us the opportunity. You know, people have to be really specifically called, and we find a good combination of having former military people. Uh, we've had everybody from Delta, SEAL Team operators, Force Recon, Marines, you know, work with us uh, uh, to go to these regions, and just regular folks who feel called to put together a really good team to help those who've been traumatized by ISIS. So um, for the visual, I remember an eight-year-old girl that was holding her hands. She'd been held captive by ISIS for seven months. And, you know, just to see her smile, it, it is, um, that, that's where you go. I think this is where the Lord would have us. So, you know, we have threats and we've, you know, I just came out. Uh, I was just there a handful of days ago actually in Mosul, west of Mosul. Oh, wow. And we were involved moving with the Iraqi army and the Iranian-based or supported militia uh, t- to help free some villages. And we were there to render aids, spiritual prayer, first aid. And, but, I mean, I, I can't even tell you how many times we were shot at. Mortars, over 40 mortars easily shot at us. And then the part that really got dangerous to me was you know the little drones that have the little engines on them? Yeah. Uh, you fly them. You can buy them anywhere. They, they, ISIS put cameras on them and then attached mortars. And they were bringing them over our position and dropping mortars on us. Oh, um, wow. So, you know, I've actually 
posted pictures on my Facebook page, and we have some videos on YouTube that, that shows people the reality of what kids and women and innocent families have endured and are currently enduring and why they need our prayers and help. Hmm. So then what are some things that people at home, if they're, if they're moved by this, what, what can they do to help? Well, I think one, really, you know, educate them. Look on a map and see where Iraq is. You know, uh, I'm just being honest. I, I didn't know a lot about the Middle East. So I was really getting involved. And look where cities are. Kind of follow the news, but then sign up on our email list or our website. There's two websites that are easy to find. One is reachchildren.com. Or Victor Marks with an X dot com, Victor Marks dot com. They sign up, they'll follow current, really, sometimes live feeds from there of what's going on and know how to pray intelligently. Really, because when people pray, things happen. I'll give you an example. One of our one of our guys there was interviewing a family. Their daughter had been kidnapped by ISIS and was a sex slave being held in the city of Mosul. Well, while he was interviewing them, uh, the brother of this girl's phone rang. It's her. She's on the phone. Oh, wow. She oh. grabbed an ISIS phone and was calling for help. Our guy turned on his phone, recorded the entire conversation, found out where she was, and, and, and uh, you know, and I'll never forget because it affected me deeply. He said, don't worry. We have a friend in America, Victor Marks. He will help you. Well, and she said, Victor Marks, God bless Victor Marks. So I hear this, and I'm really overwhelmed because I know where she was in Mosul. And there was not a rescue possible, and we we, you know, we don't want to be known as a rescue organization. That's not. We just help facilitate and help get to people, and we've helped persecuted Christians even get out of Iraq. So there are things we do, but I don't want to be labeled that. I sat there for three days, going, God, there's no way we can reach her. This is killing me. And you know what he said? He just goes, Why don't you have people pray? So our Facebook page, we've got over a quarter of a million people. I said, y'all, here's the situation. Pray. We put the transcript of what this gal said. People started praying, and guess what? This gal, although she never, you know, to date, she's not free because the battle's still going on. She actually escaped from her house, captured the ISIS guy, was running on the backside trying to get out, and another Muslim man grabbed her, brought her into his house, locked the doors, and, and she was terrified. He goes, this is my family. We will keep you safe here. So she's actually being held by a loving family inside that city, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, because people prayed. So that's the power of prayer. Mosul will be freed. I mean, there's thousands getting freed every day at great sacrifice and cost. I mean, and I want people to know at home, Muslims are not our enemies. Mm-hmm. Extremists are. Extremists. And there's a difference. I'll never agree with the Muslim faith because of what they believe in my, you know, Judeo-Christian belief of Christ. But, but let me tell you, there are some very loving Muslims that need our help, need our love, and need us to be a light. So uh, I, I would just encourage folks, pray for the Muslims. God is doing unbelievable things there. There's a car that rolled up on us here just a few days ago when we were there. A husband gets out of the car and he says, my wife is having mental problems. She's psychological. She... And I went over there because he said, can anybody help? And here we are, specialists in trauma. And, I mean, we're in the middle of nowhere, literally, three miles from a village of, that ISIS is holding. And I go over there and I go, I assess her, and she's definitely got PTSD from the effects of trauma with ISIS. But I felt like the Lord said, pray for her. It's a Muslim couple. I said, do you mind if I pray for y'all? 
They're like, no. I said, do, do you believe in evil? They're like, yeah. I said, I'm going to pray against evil in Jesus' name so that you will be helped. And you know what she said? She goes, is Jesus alive? I said, yes, ma'am. <laughs> He's not only alive, he loves you. I prayed for her. This is no exaggeration. It's on film. She instantly, her mind was free. She goes, I feel better. I feel better. I said, well, Jesus did that for you. And, you know, it's a great time for Christians to be a light over there by first prayer, you know, educating themselves, praying. And then those who can send people, uh, send them and support them because it makes a difference. And it certainly doesn't have to be our organization. But really find out the ones who are doing good work, real good work, and then support and pray for them. It makes a difference. So if people want to be able to keep up with and support your ministry, um, obviously you gave the information before of how they can give, how they can support. Um, what are some specific things that you would have them be praying for? Well, we have what's called a lion and lamb initiative. There's hundreds of thousands of children that are displaced living in tents in what's called IDP camps or refugee camps. We developed a little lion and lamb stuffed toys, right? Mm -hmm. uh, specifically with music in their culture and prayers in their language embedded in them. So when they hold them, press the paw, they can hear this music and it calms their anxiety and panic. It comforts them. And then those prayers come on in their language and it starts speaking truth to their soul. And that is really an unbelievable way to reach kids. And a, a person listening right now, they can actually sponsor a child to get one of these I think it's like 30 bucks or something. And we do all the risk of getting them to them. <laughs> uh, but we need people who can just sponsor a kid for 30 bucks to do that and then pray. And, you know, they may never know this side of heaven, what it's done. But if they look at our website, reachchildren.com, they can see. They can see the effects of kids holding them. And I just posted a picture on Facebook today. I'll show you. And what it is. It shows hands of kids reaching to me for more. And the hardest thing, even though when we were doing this, I'd have guards and Iraqi soldiers and my security team around us uh, to protect us from ISIS guys who might shoot at us. Look at that. I can, I can see the picture here. For those, for those who yeah. are listening, I can see the picture here, and, and it's, it's really cool to right? see. So the, the hardest part about doing this is we never have enough. To date, we've we've only handed out about 11,000. Our goal is to give out 300,000 over the next 1,000 days, and we need people to help us do that. Go to our website, either victormarks.com or reachchildren.com, and they can see the fruit of what we're doing. Pray for us and be part of this. It's a great way to change history and really create a shift in a generation because if we don't reach these kids, Americans, listen to me. I just got back from the Pentagon you know, I, I, I deal with intelligence communities to find out what we're doing and effects because they love what we're doing. This will be the next wave of extremism if we don't reach this generation of children over there. So it's our time. It's a great time to really change history, not just watch it go by. So I'd be honored and humble for people to partner with us. Well, thank you so much for just sharing your heart here and, and really educating us on, on this thing that, like you said, I think a lot of Americans don't really realize how bad the situation is over there and all the ministries that are doing fantastic work to help out with this. So thank you so much for all the work you're doing, uh, for giving your time today. Would you mind closing this out with a prayer? I'd love to. Father, 
In the name of Jesus, Lord, I just lift up those kids and families that are suffering right now as we do this. God, be with them. Be with those that are offering aid and help and seeking to free them from the manifestation of evil through extremism. I pray, God, that you touch the hearts of extremists. Uh, Lord, those that are that can repent, those that can drop the weapons and realize what they're doing is evil. And Lord, we pray that this would be a time in history that we as believers who've been blessed, who've been experienced your grace, Lord, can really share that with those in greatest needs in pockets of darkness, Lord. Uh, Lord, I pray uh, that you would uh, grant us the grace, the courage, and the level of faith to trust you in those things that you've called us to do. And Lord, we just thank you for loving us. And you proved your love on the cross. May we be passionate uh, to share the love that we receive, uh, Lord, in our lives too. So I pray for each person who's listening, the need that they have in their life, personally, whatever it is, would you touch them? Would you just allow them to sense your felt presence? And Lord, let them know how much you love them now. In Christ your name we pray. Amen. Amen. You've been listening to Victor Marks on Charisma Connection here on the Charisma Podcast Network. I'm Taylor Berglund, and thanks for joining us. Today's episode is brought to you by the Evangelical Christian Credit Union. What you believe matters and what you value matters, so where you bank should matter too. At ECCU, every dollar you spend or save is supporting ministry like loans to churches and banking services for missionaries. Ask yourself, what does your current bank do with your money? If you don't know the answer or you don't like the answer, it might be time for a change. Visit www.eccu.org to see ECCU's competitive checking, savings, credit cards, and auto loans. That's eccu.org. Or call 1-800-634-ECCU to learn more about how your money can build ministry. This has been a production of the Charisma Podcast Network. Steve and Joyce Strang are the founders and owners of CPN. Dr. Steve Green is the executive producer of the Charisma Podcast Network. We intend to honor God with every podcast and remain thankful to our advertisers and supporters who make these podcasts possible.